Welcome back to episode 16 of the East West Grind podcast. Hoping all is good. Today we want to get into some uh, talk radio and podcast shit talk. Yeah, we are. We're going to jump back a bit into the legalized cannabis space and its products. And I'm going to tell you. How to beware of the snake oil being sold and by whom with cannabis products and in the cannabis space or industry. Some of these motherfuckers selling their new line of CBD, don't fall for it. It's junk. It's equivalent to the diet pill of the 70s and 80s. That shit did uh, nada. Remember Fenfen? Garbage. Fenfen was damaging to your organs, and in 1999, Fenfen was sued and paid $23 million in class action lawsuits for their scam. We'll get into the Fenfens of CBD a little bit later on. But buyer beware, motherfucker. Respectfully. We'll get into some gossip today. I got some politicians on deck, on the left and the right, to give a piece of my mind to. This show is cathartic, you guys. It's a bitch to produce, but rewarding. To know that the world gets to hear what grinds my fucking gears. And guess what? It grinds theirs too. Namaste, goddammit. We'll crown an asshole this week because when we miss a week, I hear about it from the global listeners. People love those asshole segments. The listeners write in like, hell yes, your asshole segment gives me that fuck yeah I need to get through the day. Happy to help, my friends. Hashtag Aunt Joe. guys let's do this let's get into it shout out to the fan five sue sheree hannah dinez johnson hashtag camping 2021 that's the gold getting back out i am ready let's go get those vaccines y'all let's go What's up, guys? That was fun. If you're imagining me standing here in a Def Leppard shirt, 
playing air guitar, because unless it's a rock band guitar, that's about all I got is an air guitar. But yes, your mental image of me rocking out would be correct. It's a lot of fun, like I said. So let's jump into talk radio and podcasting bullshitters. Dan Bongino, we've talked about this guy throughout our show, but today he connects in the cannabis vein. This guy just launched a line of CBD products you can buy online. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. Yep, don't do it. I guarantee that shit he's selling is a knockoff Prada out of the trunk of some dude's car. That's what I did with this bag here, but I'm all for the dupes, you guys. So, about this bag. You guys know this bag. It's the Prada 2005 re-edition. All the bloggers and their moms have it. Let me show you. It's this one with the cross body and then the um, coin purse and the chain in the front. And it's just so my style. I was like, I need that. I'm like doing myself a disservice by not having this bag. <laughs> so dramatic. The first thing that I did when I saw that bag was I searched the internet for a dupe and I could not find one. Normally, I get all my dupes from Amazon. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know because I'm always posting the dupes. That yep, just like his shit. Dan Bongino shit is a fugazi. One hundo. You might be thinking to yourself, geez, Chris, how do you know? How do you know Dan Bongino CBD is, uh, is no bueno? Well, thanks for asking. And side note, real quick, I worked with cannabis Two of them, two cannabis delivery uh, service startups at the upper echelons, side by side with the CEOs. I steered their businesses and wrote their standard operating procedures, customized. One might say, so? So nothing. The cannabis industry, and this is how I'm going to tie this into Dan Bongino shit. The cannabis industry is a heavily, heavily regulated market. I'll put a few links from the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, and the BCC, the Bureau of Cannabis Control, but I'll put those in the show notes for those that are interested. For those that are not, that's cool too. But yes, I have read and reread those regulations, all 138 pages for an entire year after 2018 when recreational use became you know, legal. But I knew two things. After legalization, one, it was going to be a billion dollar industry in like a third of the time it'd take any other brand new legal business or industry to achieve. And two, violations for noncompliance and class actions for workplace law violations were going to be in abundance and very fast. But logically, Anyone with corporate experience can easily come to that conclusion, right? If you think about it for a second, an industry such as the cannabis industry that has been operating under no state or federal guidelines for almost a hundred years, and up until a hundred years ago, and like until the 20s, 1920s, cannabis was prescribed by doctors. So for those almost 100 years or whatever it's been, and in prohibition as a Schedule One drug, cannabis has had, you know, to be on the down low all this time. And then boom, legalization, 2018. It is sweeping the nation. 
And with legalization came the business licenses for these new cannabis entrepreneurs. And with that business license came federal guidelines, state guidelines, county guidelines, and a designated agency within your state to audit you randomly to make sure you were following not only the cannabis laws and regulations, but employment laws, OSHA standards, health department audits. It's botany. And before you send those emails like, oh, what's your degree in? What do you know? What do you know? Where'd you go to school? Where'd I go to school? Fuck you. That's where I went to school. But do you see the problem I'm drawing, I'm drawing attention to? Regulations and laws? It was all new and it still is for the cannabis industry. Three years in, it is still new. Here's an example. If someone goes from Walmart to Target as an employee, they, the employee, just need to learn Target's products and procedures, how they operate. The employment laws and business practices are the same at Walmart and at Target, right? Same thing from Jack in the Box to Panera Bread. The same handbook, which covers all the same employment laws and expectations corporations have for their employees to comply with, are the same. So companies don't want to catch sexual harassment class action because you don't know it's not okay to ask your employees for kisses or to hang out. You know what I mean? So they teach, they being the corporations, they teach everyone how that type of behavior is unacceptable. It is HR 101. Make sense? I think it does. But not here. Not in the cannabis industry. It hasn't made sense. And that has been my experience. Underground to legalization overnight, rules overnight, I knew it would be chaos. So after I had learned the cannabis regulations back and forth, and I had already known how to operate and behave in legal business, I'd come from 30 years in retail corporate structure. Cannabis operations is retail with a Schedule 1 product handling twist. Those are the BCC regs. But what they're having is a hard time accepting or adjusting to the same legal business rules like at a Walmart, at a Home Depot. And now, and how, how now those rules now applied to a licensed cannabis facility and operations. If you didn't know those rules, any of them, you got to pass or two for a little while for, I think it was a year. And then here came the fines. That's why a lot of mom and pop growers for generations either sold out, went back underground, or lost their licenses. It costs money to sit at the table with Big Pharma, with Home Depot, with Cheesecake Factory, and most in the cannabis space, coming out of the gate and licensed up, didn't want to learn legal business rules. And they didn't want to pay to learn them, and they've paid the price. Okay, circling back to my little side note, or from my little side note, wherever we were, after I understood the regulations from the Bureau of Cannabis Control here in California, in late 2018, 2019, I traveled this beautiful state 
touring cannabis facilities and farms to just kind of see for myself what I was about to jump into. At least twice in the first five minutes of some of those tours, I was like, thanks for your time. Can you get me back to the airport, please? Uber, hello. But I was off. Some of these licensed facilities had people working so fucking high that they were just sitting there with that deer in the headlights look next to the plants that they were, you know, responsible for caring for. House fans duct taped to ceilings connected to like 50 extension cords. I was like, OSHA and the fire marshal are going to come in here and they're going to fuck you guys sideways with all this homegrown shit you got set up here. People were like, well, what's OSHA? I was like, okay, bye. I was done. At least 10 of those tours, I took these tours and I turned them down as to come on board and, you know, get them, help get them started. I turned them down for a reason. A bunch of those have faced FBI crackdowns and, you know, they've gotten their license taken away for non-compliance and for selling non-tested and non-regulated product. Think about it for a second. Can McDonald's sell non-regulated meat? Or how about the pharmaceutical industry? Can they just sell any product they want to your pharmacists? No, they can't. Their product must be regulated and tested for human consumption. That's why you see the FDA stamp of approval on everything that you either buy or eat or whatever. You know, just look at the cans or whatever. Whatever you're buying, look at your meat. Am I the only one that pays attention? I don't know. And now the cannabis industry is no different from those other regulated markets we just talked about. Pharmaceutical, retail, food, you know, Home Depot, whatever. And this now circles me back to Dan Bongino's CBD scam. I think this shit is, uh, it's called Herbal Pure CBD Tincture or Dan Bongino's CBD something. How do I know it's, uh, it's not good? Possibly shit? Most likely shit? How do I know? It's not regulated and it's not authentic because you can't buy regulated CBD outside of the regulated market. I use CBD. The label is embedded with a special sticker that tells you this product has been tested for all ingredients it claims to have and that all those ingredients are safe for human consumption. Approved by the Bureau of Cannabis Control and then the Cannabis Control, they work with the FDA. There's accountability at every level. Don't you want that for what you put in your body? Don't we? I do. But you can only buy that product, authentic, regulated CBD, at a licensed cannabis facility or delivery service, Harborside or Elementals, something like that. If you can order CBD out of a magazine or off some random CBD website, like on the Bongino website, that shit is not good. That is snake oil. It's not approved or regulated, so you don't know what the fuck you're putting into your body. You know, who knows what could happen if it could hurt or help what you're initially seeking relief from. Because if you're using CBD, you've got some sort of pain you don't want to use pharmaceuticals for. 
And on that Herbal Pure whatever website, down at the very bottom, it claims to be, well, at the top, it claims to be the most powerful cannabidiol oil. At the very bottom, it says, representations regarding the efficacy and health of Herbal Pure CBD tinctures have not been evaluated by the FDA. It can't pass standards, not even for over-the-counter, I believe. Like you, I don't think you can buy this. You can't buy this shit at Walmart or CVS even in the vitamin aisles. You can't. It's not there. They got to mail order you this shit. Get your CBD from a dispensary, please. Otherwise, this is who you are buying your shit from, my friends. You don't have a medical background. You're not a scientist, yet you're claiming this substance which has not been studied in any meaningful way, can cure COVID, and you have a financial stake in the company, you would profit from it if this is being sold widely. Morally, is that right? Well, you know, I was contacted on Easter Sunday after, you know, that I told the whole country to pray for the answer for this pandemic. And, and the, uh, it's a great administration has, has had me anything I hear out there of whether it be good sanitizers or cures or anything to bring it back to the task force. So this guy called me on Easter Sunday and said he had an answer to the virus. And uh, I reached out to my friend, uh, Secretary Carson, who's on the task force, and he's a doctor, and he looked into it all, got everything from the company, and he said, this is the real deal. It's been tested by over a 1,000 people to be safe. Medical well, wait, tests wait, wait, have a minute, been sir, Wait a minute, stop, let's stop. There's no public peer-reviewed studies about this. There's no, yeah, there is. There's no yeah, there human is trials that have been published anywhere. Yeah, the, there's safety tests that was done in 2016 for over a thousand people that it's safe to take. And if it's where, safe where, to where take, is the, that's excuse when me, I started so taking. Where is the study? The only study or report out is is a one report from the University of Texas that was a preprint study, and that was only no, involving the, cells in a, in a test tube. Now, look, I hate to keep beating a dead horse with this Mike Lindell, but Mike Lindell's miracle COVID medication was eventually. FDA tested and shot down as a cure for anything. Speaking of Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, he just can't get right. My, oh my God, this guy. Dominion Voting Machines just announced a $1.3 billion lawsuit against him for defamation. His crazy three-hour lie about how the election was stolen, the Easter Sunday juju COVID medication, miracle drug. This guy was, he was doing all right. He made a bad decision getting in bed with the Trumps. Bad news bearers. All right, let's jump into Biden's cabinet picks and confirmations. Avril Haines, who was the deputy national security advisor under Obama, was confirmed 84 to 10. Avril becomes the highest ranking woman in the intelligence community and the first female director of national security. Dennis McDonough was confirmed for the Secretary of Veterans Affairs. He was chief of staff to Obama for like five years. And he knows, he knows how to work with the government for the vets, veterans, elderly, mentally ill, and physically ill. If we can't agree as a country that this is how we should roll our priorities as a nation, vets and the less fortunate, a helping hand up for our fellow man, 
If we don't agree on that as citizens of this great nation, that that's what we should be about, and we currently don't, we shouldn't be so shocked at the level of selfishness we've seen in our leadership and our citizens over the past five years. That's been building that separation, that lack of care for your fellow man. We got lost for a hot fucking minute. We got lost. But Dennis McDonough was approved 87 to 7. (laughs) Judge Merrick Garland is on deck with his confirmation hearings today for United States Attorney General Bill Barr's old job. When he gets confirmed, you'll start to see all the cases that have been shelved in the, you know, in the Trump administration. But you'll start to see all these investigations start now. I say, hell yes. Throw the book at all of them, whoever it is, on the left or the right. Just open that book and fucking chuck that shit. Oh, Reggie. Here you go, Judge. Thank you, Reggie. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get into some gossip. We got the OPB, the Oregon Public Broadcasting. Oregon, because like I said, I catch wind of it all. But out there in Oregon, Democratic State Legislator Diego Hernandez resigned before he became the first person ever to be expelled from Oregon State Legislature for multiple allegations of sexual harassment. And I say good that he left. Get the fuck out and stay out. Your career in politics is over and good fucking riddance. I don't get it. 9.95 times out of 10, it's a male politician or an advisor to a politician who is fucking around with all of his staff or, you know, playfully playing grab ass with his female colleagues. A selfish fucking narcissist who thinks he's so hot, all the young girls want to be on his jock. And if you are a Republican or Democrat, and that is you, and this is you, you do this shit, fuck yes, you will be exposed at some point. I hope so. I don't want to pay you to do that shit. Everything done in the dark always comes to light. And then that walk of shame outside the legislative doors becomes a public event for you and your family. Good fucking riddance, Representative Diego Hernandez in Oregon. We don't pay you motherfuckers to chase anything that moves in the people's houses. Pack your shit. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Come on. Get the fuck out. Go. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Stop wasting my time. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of town. Get the fuck out of here. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Why don't you get the fuck out of here before I shove your quotations book up your fat fucking ass? On some other... You know, politics and politicians. Andrew Cuomo is in some deep shit over reportings of his handling of the nursing home patients and then apparently his threats to someone if they didn't keep their mouth shut. The new Attorney General, Merrick Garland, during his confirmation hearing today, was asked how he was going to handle all this shit being reported on Cuomo. And uh, Merrick Garland said, quote, With all these investigations, the Justice Department is open to evidence. Evidence. 
can't just be, oh, well, uh, you know, Como uh, told me this or I saw him do that. No, 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 no. You need evidence. This is the attorney general of the United States government. We don't just waste their time for some he said, she said shit. But Merrick Garland, he goes on to say in his confirmation hearing, uh, with all the investigations, the Justice Department is open to evidence of fraud, false statements, and any other violations of the law. They normally begin in the relevant U.S. attorney's office. That was Merrick Garland's response to that question. And in New York... Letitia James ain't fucking around. She ain't fucking around with Trump or his rotten kids or anybody else. Como, she is not fucking around. She's going after them. And if Como, too, did some dirty shit, she'll find it and send it up to the higher courts. And personally, I don't give two shits. If you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you are caught in some shady shit, what are you doing? Why are you here? Get get out. Get the fuck out of here. Americans don't want to pay. Man, I'll say this again. We don't want to pay your salary for you to lie to any of us or to cheat us or to swindle the American people, people who are putting food on your table because we are paying your salaries, right? Democrat or Republican. Yes, if you get caught doing some shady shit, why should you be allowed to come back to politics or even stay in it? Ted Cruz, this fool just keeps getting his ass handed to him, too. Let me paint the picture for you, real quichi, real quick. Texas, over the past few weeks, has had one of the worst storms ever no heat, no water. For millions of Texans, Ted Cruz is the senator in Texas. And while his fellow Texans were upside down, this motherfucker, Ted Cruz, and his family decided to take a trip to Cancun where it was warm. So Cruz and his family are at the airport waiting to board the plane, himself, his family. And of course, people know who he is. They're taking pictures of him. At the terminal, in his seat on the plane, plane takes off, social media catches wind, then the news channels catch wind, and by the time Cruz and his family land, his entire state of Texas and the country are like, what the fuck, Ted? The news is on his ass like, why'd you leave on vacation when your state was in trouble? 16 hours after the initial picture was taken of him in the terminal, Ted Cruz was on a plane and headed back to Texas with the story like, well, my kids wanted to go away to where it was warm, so I wanted to be a good dad. So I took a plane with them to a different country just to drop off Heidi and the girls in Mexico, in Cancun. And then I was coming right back. See, I'm at the airport flying back right now. Yeah, that story has the ring of truth to it, right? If it does, make some noise for me.
Yep, that's what we all thought. Maybe your uh, listeners, Senator Cruz, on your podcast will buy that shit. Not our listeners here at the East West Grind podcast. You think any of the millions of moms and dads in Texas didn't want to get their own kids heat during the storm or food? And quick side note, Ted, I didn't find this out till this past Friday. I call my dad on Fridays on my way to work, check in, see how he's doing. As we've discussed several times on this program, my dad is a truck driver long haul. But my dad was in that shit in Texas for three days, parked at a truck stop until it was safe to travel the roads. He's lucky he had food and water and soda, whatever he had already in his refrigerator from another state. His truck's like an apartment on the inside. Cable TV, refrigerators, extended sleeper. But my dad said there were no deliveries being made, obviously, because of, you know, the weather. Stores were empty. Motels were full. No food. He had no... Well, he had power because his truck was running. But he said it was terrible. And this fucking Senator Ted Cruz fled a terrible situation here in America. For a better life in Mexico? Let that sit in your psyche real quick. Mexico's response to all this? America, you are not sending your best. Ted Cruz, you selfish Republican Princeton Yale prick. Texas, this guy takes you for clowns and suckers. I don't think he'd, uh, I don't think he's up for re-election in 2022 just yet. But when it's time... Kick this bitch to the curb, man. All right, let's get into some emails. John emails me from North Carolina. Hey, East West, how can you be happy with Biden as president? He's been in a bunker getting fed soup for the last year. Thanks for the email, John. Listen, my friend, for me, I don't care if Joe wanders outside the White House in his robe to walk major his dog right down Pennsylvania Avenue. I don't care. The alternative was authoritarianism. Trump had to go. And Joe got us over the finish line. He's respected and safe. Americans want to feel safe as they go through life, man. Nobody likes stress. These last five years have had people on edge with these Trumps. And Joe's fine. He is a bit slower than a, you know, a 50-year-old man, like an Obama, of course, when Obama took over. But he's in his 70s. Just because he's physically slower doesn't mean his cognitive functions are shot. He's a lifelong stutterer, so he has to think things through before getting them out. Sometimes he speaks too fast and gets caught up. So fucking what? That don't mean shit. And you can go on. You can go actually as recently as a few months back and watch Biden ride a bike past all his security detail and swoop past some Fox News um, news people trying to talk shit to him. And just because people age and don't move as fast as they once did, 
doesn't make them less cognitive, cognitively coherent. It's all still in there. It just may take a bit longer to get it out or articulate it. We're all going to get there. Doesn't mean we don't know what's best. But knowledge is still there, my man. But guess what, John? If something, God forbid, happens to President Biden over the next four, Kamala Harris is going to make a great president. She is badass. That is why he picked her, because he knew if anything happened to him, the country would be in good hands with Vice President Harris. This is what proactive leadership looks like, John. Thanks again for the email, my friend. Stevens in Pittsburgh, what is that, North Carolina, says, and this is a tweet, Stevens says, Biden crime family boss, the big guy. He puts that in quotes. Joe Biden is my president, and as such, I can hold him accountable for what he is doing to my country. He should be in jail for what he did to us as VP, even as senator. What? Mr. Stevens, what did Joe Biden do to us as vice president? And even as far back as senator, what did Joe Biden do to the American people? Did he take children from their parents and place those children in cages like a fucking wicked witch would do? No, Joe Biden did not. But one of his first actions is to try and find those parents and get those kids back to their families. Sidebar, I just couldn't imagine. I just couldn't imagine getting behind someone that did this shit. This happened. How would any of us like it if someone took our kids and put them in cages for a year away from us or their parents? Put yourself in their shoes, the parents or the kids. And please don't send me that, oh, well, the parents shouldn't have brought them here bullshit. Listen, how do Americans normally handle these kind of humanitarian crises in other countries? And this is why the United States of America is the leader of the free world. But if the United States finds out that the cages thing is going on in other countries, something worse, we go to war to free those people. We turn our heads or the channel when that Sarah McLaughlin commercial comes on, where are those animals in cages and all that sad music? In the arms of the Stop, my man, I can't. I gotta change it. It'll wreck my day to see those animals like that. That happens to everybody. They watch that commercial. They cry. They donate money to help rescue these animals. And the former president of the United States placed children in cages away from their parents. Say that out loud because it happened. Senator John McCain spent six years in a cage as a POW in Vietnam. That was intended to signify torture. Torture adult men and place them in cages. That's war. Our former president put children from Mexico in cages. That is torturing the children, man. Come on. How do decent human beings get behind or justify this? How did they do it? But circling back, Stevens, no, Joe Biden, as VP or senator, did not place the children in cages. Joe Biden also, uh, Mr. Stevens, did not 
have private off-record slash off-American history meetings on behalf of America with the most feared dictators of the world, like Xi Jinping, like Kim Jong-un, like Vladimir Putin, the Saudi prince. Joe Biden did not have those secret meetings with those dictators as VP or as senator, as president either. But our 45th president had those secret meetings. What'd they talk about, sir? Mr. Stevens, what'd they talk about? We may never know. Or are we living in the result of a bad deal with some bad dudes done by a dumb shit? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. So circling back to Stephen's tweet again, in case we got lost, it was a tweet. Here's the tweet from Stevens. Biden crime family boss, the big guy, Joe Biden is my president. And as such, I can hold him accountable for what he is doing to my country. He should be in jail for what he did to us as VP, even as senator. Show me something, anything, sir, that is remotely similar to what I just described a few seconds ago and can be factually verified. It's recorded history of those chains of events. Show me shade like that in Joe Biden. You can't, Mr. Stephen. Doesn't exist. Rumors of it, laptops, barisma. This, that, nothing. Thank you for the email, Stevens. I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Simon in Arizona, you talk so much shit about drug addicts. Mike Lindell and Rush Limbaugh have drug issues, but they beat their addiction against all odds to become millionaires. Shame on you. Hey, Simon in Arizona, I'm all for addicts getting help to overcome their issues and pave the way in business and in life as an example for others dealing with addiction issues. But they've got no business in government or advising people in government. We have enough to worry about with shady politicians. Let's not normalize drug addicts in our government. Trump attempted to do that. Look at the place. Look at us. Mike Lindell cleaned up and made a national company, and he did all right. But he's still shady. November 2016. The My Pillow, I'm sorry, My Pillow pays over 1 million for deceptive marketing and conning his BOGO customers. He said he was giving his pillow, you know, the buyers a tufa, but he charged those customers, I believe, three fourths of their, you know, of their second shitty pillow purchase when it was supposed to be buy one, get one. See, he can't be trusted. He's always going to have that shade in him. And like I said earlier, now he's got dominion up his ass for 1.3B for all the conspiracies and lies he's been spreading. Dude hooked up with the wrong mammal. And Simon, in regards to Rush Limbaugh, I ain't going to say shit about him. His history is written as well. He too had addiction issues and he too spread lies and conspiracies. Do you see the pattern? And that's just two, two examples. Go back other episodes. I lay it out. Thank you for the email, Mr. Simon. Take care of yourself. All right, guys. Here we are. We're at that asshole segment that everybody loves, including me. But our asshole this week is going to be that fucking Dan Bongino for trying to sell the American people more, more of his shit with this line of CBD that he's got out. Listen, don't waste your money making 
This con man richer than he already is. He's too shady to get behind regulated product because he wants to go behind. And remember, folks, you get what you pay for applies to everything. Fuck him. Dan Bongino, you're a fucking asshole. Okay, Ron, which jokester changed the key on me? No one, Samantha. It's been the same key for the last 43 takes. Well, something's off then because I'm just not feeling it, okay? God, I need my guitar. We need to mix the tracks separately? No, my lyrics say dancing free with my guitar, Ron. So I'm gonna be real, okay? I'm not gonna let you and Hong Kong Fooey up there turn me into some poppy bubblegum wannabe. Okay, I need to transcend. Are you guys even listening to me? You guys are assholes. You're assholes. Ron, you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, I got to get out of here. A little Tupac to take us out today. Poets from the gamut in the music industry. Tupac to Maya Angelou. They all got something to say. Thanks for spending your Wednesday morning with us here at the East West Grind Podcast. We'll see you next week, guys. Hang in there. We are rounding the corner. Thanks for being here, guys, and for listening and passing our show on. I got your back, and I will see you next time. Peace. But finally the cash was mine All the rewards of a hustler Stuck in the ground Look around And all I see is snakes and fakes Just like scavengers Waiting to take a hustler's pace And when you stuck Where the fuck is all your friends? They straight busted And can't be trusted Fuck ya Fuck all y'all I'm a hopeless thug, ain't no love Reminiscing on how close we was Way back in the deck Before they put the crack in the way Hey, how much money can you stack in the deck? It's getting rough, collect calls for my niggas in cup I recollect we used to ball, now just living's enough I stand tall in the winter, summer, spring and fall Love for life, sprawled all across the wall And all about my dollars, make me wanna holler Drop an album, sell a million, give a fuck about tomorrow I know it's getting crazy at the dark, these moms in the public, ain't no fear in my heart. What's going on in the ghetto? Still struggling, strive. I still roll with the heater, smoking chocolate top. In '94, I be going solo. Too many problems of my own, so I'm rolling dolo. Fuck all y'all.